From the Market Street Bridge to the Nicholson Bridge, it's nepotism. Uh, Episode 3, joining me today, a brewer, a cook, the closest thing to Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec that I've ever met in person, all-around modern American male from Ironheart Brewing, Matt Zook, who is uh, the owner, proprietor, king of all brewing at uh, Ironheart Brewing. How are you, buddy? I'm good, buddy. How are you? You know what? I am fantastic. We're surviving COVID. We're hanging out. We're uh, in the conference room here at the brewery having a blast, man. Hey, if you want a beer, I forgot to offer you a beer when you walked in. You know what's funny? My first thought was like, you know, going back to the old chip the beer guy days. I'm like, he's going to have a quarter keg sitting there. And we're going to get liquored up. And I'm going to have to get a room at the Anthracite in Carbondale and not drive back home till tomorrow morning after my show. Uh, so I was kind of, uh, I don't want to say relieved. Uh, but I was like, oh, okay, no beer. We're going to take this seriously. Yeah, well, no, it, you can have one if you want. You no, know. Okay. Um, Maybe, um, uh, maybe after we're done, we'll steal it. It's going to sound a little funny. I do a thing where I kind of give up alcohol for a little while. Oh, yeah? That's yeah. not funny. I, I take a couple weeks off. Right. You know, just, you know. Is that because there were issues or is it just because? No issues at all. It's just, you know what? I'm around it all the time. Yeah. And I get a nice break. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It's, it's like it's, the guy who works at the steakhouse wants to have chicken when he goes out. Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. You, you know, you know you, it, and constantly, I'm always trying beer. Yeah. That's the thing about what we do. I'm always, always trying beer. I'm always moving, you know, me and my buddies, we take road trips on Sundays. Sure. You know, me and the girl, we do the same thing. And it's always, let's get some beers at this brewery and let's try this. Yes, so we're, it's it's a constant thing. So it's it's nice to take a break. Okay. I like that. I think that's, a, I mean, I think everybody needs a break. Like, look, I don't always go home and listen to Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You know, not that I don't love Zeppelin because I freaking do. But, I mean, sometimes it's like, eh, I got to find something else. It, it, re, it, it helps you, Um, how can I say, like, rediscover the passion for there it. You, you give up three or four weeks of it. You know, I like it. Yeah. So let's talk about Matt. Where are you from? If people don't know, tell me the whole life story. Of oh, Matt. boy. Okay. Where to start? Uh, I grew up in uh, Greenfield Township, which is outside of Carbondale right. um, on a lake. Yeah. On a lake. Yeah. So yeah. you can swim real well. I Yes, I can swim. No My grandmother was an Olympic swimmer. Get so we learned. Here. Yes. She wasn't allowed to go because of World War II. Though. Oh. So she got screwed. She did. Damn. So she was, so you're not saying she was like, a, oh, my grandmother was a good swimmer. She was a true Olympic swimmer. She was a true Olympic swimmer. She she was on, She was supposed to be on the team yeah. and they were supposed to go. And they couldn't because the Japanese, that's where it was supposed to be held. Sure. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I never realized, uh, you know, you think about the, the, the Summer Olympics back when Russia and, and 84 and 80 and all that stuff and the boycotts. But I never realized the war would have obviously gotten in the way. Yep. Makes yep. perfect sense. Yeah, and that well, that was a long time before us. But yeah. she she would right now she would actually be swimming in the lake right now yeah. when we were growing up as kids. So swimming <laughs> swimming was a, a natural thing for us. Yeah. She basically just threw us in and said, "We're going to teach you how to swim." Is that how you learned? Did she chuck you in? Do you remember? In a sense, yeah. In a sense, yeah. And she always coached us, even when we swam when we got older. She'd yeah. come down and hang out and, and say, uh, "You got to yep. do this better." Or do that yeah, 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 yeah. Your grandmother would hate me so much. I can swim. Like if I had to swim, <laughs> how big is this table here? Six, eight feet. I might be able to clear across that table. Really? Oh, I don't swim well at all. Oh, no. I'm okay. Horrible okay. swimmer. When I went to college uh, at Marywood, they made us, you had to have a swimming class. Okay. And they offered swimming, advanced, and then timid non-swimmer. You had to test to get into timid non-swimmer. Uh, and the instructor within like 30 seconds of me in the pool said, yeah, you're good. You're a timid non-swimmer. <laughs> 
Okay. So people try to sandbag it, I guess. Yeah, you know? it's it's. I I don't know. See, yeah. We're finding things out about each other here. Mm-hmm. Now, you know me. How many years? Had no idea. Oh I God, expect. it's it's got to be ten ten plus yeah. years now because I'm going into. You're you're looking at almost eleven years in the brewing business, and we even before we started, we did a couple things together in the right. home brew stuff, in yeah. the home brew world. So. Well, um God, I would never know that. Yeah, see, the and things actually, we find you've out. never been to the lake in all this. Time. I've never been to the lake. No, because I'm an, an uh, anti-social idiot. And even oh. though I know you've invited me, because it happened outside in this parking lot, and I'm like, oh yeah, maybe. And I'm like, nah, I'm never going. Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, it's I love okay. you. You're an awesome guy, uh, and I'm sure I'd have a blast if my wife talked me into going. Okay. But the chances of that happening, slim. All right, I'm I'm actually going to try to make this happen. Now. <laughs> this is your new like uh, vision quest. <laughs> yes, your new vision quest for the summer. So yeah, I grew up at a lake. Yeah. Um, did a lot of those activities, swimming. You know, um, now big kayaking and and mostly I, I drive the boat a lot. I don't water ski as much. You know, yeah. uh, the old knees hurt. You know, and I hurt sure. myself every time I go. So it's one of those things. Water skiing seems. So cool, but so dangerous. Is it as dangerous as it looks? Um, it, no, yeah. and yes. <laughs> okay. um, it depends. Well, it uh, depends on who's driving and also how many beers you have. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure the folks at PennDOT don't want to hear about any of that stuff. No. no. <laughs> All right, so you grew up on a lake. Does that mean you go, did you go to Carbondale area? Did you go to, oh, um, Mount, where do you go? No, I went no, to Lakeland. Lakeland, okay. Well, Lakeland, yes. Make perfect sense. Lakeland crash, yes. So is that, uh, are they Chiefs? The Lakeland Chiefs, they're still the Chiefs, yes. Did you play any sports? Were you a sports um, I played some basketball when I was younger and stuff really? like that. A little How bit tall baseball. are you? I'm only 5'9". Five, five. How are you playing basketball? Hey, hey, hey. My mom played basketball. I felt like, you know. I'm not saying you can't play. It just seems <laughs> odd. I mean, I'm also 5'9", but I, I was not good at basketball. Listen, it, uh, by the time I got to 7th, 8th grade, I was kind of <laughs> basketballed out. Right. All right. <laughs> So, yeah, I was more starting in my cooking career then. Okay. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about that because uh, you're not just a brewer. Uh, I mean, you started off in the culinary arts and all that kind of stuff, right? Yes. How? Yes. Why? What happened? Oh, Jesus. Well, my um, my grandmother on my father's side, my grandmother. Not the my, swimmer. Not the swimmer. Okay. The other side, she was um, she was old school and I always put stuff up. So she taught yeah. us how to cook. So she was like when she's making Garden, something, cook. manicotti, whatever, she's showing you how to do it. Yes. So she was Russian. So I learned okay. a lot of Russian cooking and how to make pickles, sauerkraut, stuff like that. Is so, that all the like? I don't know what Russian. Well, no, no, no. Are. That's like so. Because that seems German to me. The sauerkraut. It is, some of it is German. Yes, okay. like pickling is German, but right. Russians do the same thing. Um, you know, we did borscht. Okay. That's a big one. So she would do cold borscht and grow beets all summer and stuff what, like what that. What is borscht? Borscht is cold beet soup or warm. Ah. Oh. And is it good? It's delicious. It sounds terrible. It's got vinegar in it and like sour cream and Yeah, you're naming a bunch of stuff I'm not yeah, eating. Yeah, yeah. So so I I grew up um a lot of fish. Yeah. Um this is gonna sound funny that I'm telling you this, but um growing up my father uh learned that me and my brother would eat basically pickled herring any time of the day. So okay. uh we realized later in life that we were the stinky kids on the bus because we'd eat <laughs> Pickled herring for breakfast, and then he would say, "We were cheap kids. We didn't even have to buy cereal. Yeah. <laughs> a case of pickled herring a month cost the same as two boxes of cereal." And all the week. kids on the bus were sitting three rows ahead of you. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I, I, listen. It's I guess that's how we grew up. We ate man food, in yeah. the words of my father. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that. Uh, yeah, but uh, so she taught us how to cook and mm-hmm. and do a lot of that. pierogies are a big thing, you know, okay. Polish thing. Yeah, um, halupki and. You know, stuff like that. Right. And, and look, when uh, I know um, 
that I've had some of the food you've made in the past, and it's yes. been outstanding. But, of course, I've had the very babyish version of everything, you know. Okay. Um, okay. But I know, uh, I think you had duck tacos once at the uh, Ironheart when it was over on church. I did. And yeah. uh, my wife was gaga over the duck tacos, man. Thank you. She, she loved those things. So yeah. if you ever have those again, let us know. Oh, I will. Yeah. I will. I'll just have them at the lake, so now you have to come. So, yeah. Don't think I can't just send her up. <laughs> Tara, go up to the lake and get your duck tacos. I'll be home. Yeah, so then I started, and then I started at the bottom, dishwashing. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Where like here uh, in the, the city? A- actually, so I started, no, Cliff, the Clifford Hotel. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I was there 14 years old. You had to get yeah. working papers, right? Uh, yes, yeah. you had to get working papers. Well, no, actually, well, wait, yeah. Wait, did, you, did you not have yeah, to get my dad just, My dad just took me down and said, you're working here. Okay. <laughs> so you dodged the working paper thing. In a sense, yeah. Okay. Not yeah. in a sense, you flat well, out dodged well, it. Well, you also have to remember, I grew up, my dad was a farmer, and we had, hor- my mother did horses and stuff, so right. I grew up doing hay at the age of 11, yeah. 10, so working was a normal thing for all of us. As right. If, you know, so. Now that's awesome, though. Like 14 years old, were you the one who said I wanted to go work at a restaurant? Or did they say, all right, now you're going to go do this? Well, kind of the summers we worked. Yeah. So we did hay and all that and the farm. Right. Um, but it was kind of one of those things where my dad was like, hey, kind of, you want some stuff? Mm-hmm. You can work in the winter. Ah, okay. Yeah, so so here you go. Yeah. So now you, you can buy those and, uh, those new sneakers. Uh, the new sneakers. Well, I wanted I wanted a mini bike. You know, oh, okay. Or, you know, and, and my brother wanted a quad. And so he put us to work, you know. Um, so from there, I learned real quick. Um, wait, can I ask you one thing quick? Absolutely. Offset, am I allowed to curse a little? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, because I learned real quick that I was the cook's bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I wanted out of the corner. Okay. All right, because it was like they just threw shit at me. Yeah, well, the dishwasher is the low-rung job. I've done it, I know. It, but without the dishwasher, you have nothing to cook food on, put food in. That's true, but let's be fair, anybody can wash a dish, almost. You know what? I've seen people mess it up. I'm sure, but <laughs> they might be messing it up on purpose because they don't want to do it. That's what I'm saying, you know? Uh, true, true. So, so you're I, the bitch. I, I learned real quick in the kitchen that I was the, uh, the, you know, the low man on the totem just pole. Just so real you know, quick. I'm looking at my watch because I forgot to put it on Do Not Disturb, and my I, father-in-law I just, is texting me, so I'm shutting it off now. I just thought the same thing with my cell phone <laughs> as you looked at your watch. Because so. I didn't want to be rude, and I'm thinking, Matt's like, what a dick. He's not even talking to me. He doesn't even care. I could have left it in bed. No, no, not at all. Yeah. And uh, so you learn real quick to um, move up. Yeah. You know, and they do have respect for you because you're doing their hard work. Sure. But you want to get out of that position. Mm-hmm. So I climbed the ranks. Wow. Prep cook. They then one night somebody didn't show up, so I was prep cooking for about a year, and then here you could run fryer and help the guy with the grill. Perfect. Okay. Next thing you know, I'm on full grill. He's running the line, and wow. one guy. So you just move up, and then uh, I did um, just a culinary school in. Mm-hmm. I went to Votech. Right. Votech is awesome. I'm also a Votech. Were you the North Center Votech up by Carbondale, or did you go south? Or I was south. I was no I was Lackawanna Votech. Yeah. So the North Center Votech was closed. By oh, the by time. that time. See, so you're yes. younger than me. I yes. forget. Yes. What year did you go to Votech? Um, so I graduated in 2002. So. You are way younger than me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Never mind. When did you go to North Votech? Uh, I went to well, I went to South, but I went to oh. Votech uh, 83, 84. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> So, so twenty years before you, I was bo- I was born in eighty three. <laughs> well, you look. I don't want to say this too meanly, but you look older. Ah, uh, well, you know, 
running a restaurant will do this thing. Yeah, I guess. It stresses you out, man. Yes. You're owning your own business gives you the gray hairs. Yeah, yeah, right. it really does. So um, that's why I look, I don't say young, but I look younger. You do look younger. <laughs> do I look 53? No, I would never think you were 53. There you go. See? All right. I would figure you're closer to 43. Right. And uh, trust me, I'm 53, every bit of it. <laughs> well, you still bike and everything. Correct? I still bike. I was just, as I was driving in here on Enterprise, I was like, oh, I was up here Sunday on my bike. Ah, see, so, yeah. have you done the rails and trails? Oh, yeah, I love it. It's okay. gone. Okay, I, I, you know, I'll go from my house in Greenwich yeah. up on the, the Heritage trail then hop on the rails the trails up to forest city and perfect. stuff it's awesome perfect all right good let's get back to you because this podcast is not about I me well. <laughs> <laughs> although i love the diversion and i do like i do like talking to some prospector uh <laughs> but yeah so you went to votech for culinary which i didn't even know they had down there yes yes That's so cool yeah so i graduated from that and yeah. um right out of there i just started i worked i yeah. did the 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 hard knocks college you okay say. i just worked and grueled through the restaurant system right um, from there, I worked in, I don't even know how many restaurants now. Yeah, that's, um, that's this kind of job where, like, you're just but, constantly moving up and moving on and all But that. what's funny is, is in between all this, I found time to work with my dad doing construction. Yeah. Okay, because I would get sick of somebody at the restaurant and I'd, I'd leave. Screw it. Yeah, and I'd go work for the old man and do roofs and do construction, so I got that. Mm -hmm. um, I buried people for a living one time. I no worked at a, I worked at a cemetery for a summer. Did you really? Yeah, when I was in high school, yeah. It just, when I was, wow. I was... It was 17, yeah. almost 18, and we worked with a couple buddies in a cemetery. Um, That's a crazy job. Yeah, yeah. Works with so crazy what, what's people. like? what was the weirdest thing that happened to you guys while you were working at the cemetery? Um, we got a leg in the mail. <laughs> a leg in the mail. So some religions you have to be buried in. If also the guy yeah. had diabetes, apparently. Okay. And his leg was removed from California, and they shipped it overnight on UPS. <laughs> On dry ice, and we had to bury the box. Just, just, just throw the box in. Just throw the yeah. Because <laughs> the casket, by the time you get it, it's shut, locked up, right? Well, no, no, he was still alive. The guy was alive. Yes, he had he his leg he amputated. He, he, no, 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 he had his leg amputated from diabetes. So he wanted the leg buried before. Yes. Him. Okay. So, so basically, the crypt showed up, which is just a concrete box that right. the casket goes in, and we just had to throw the leg in there and then cover it up. So when he shows up. As a whole, the legs in there waiting for him. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's cheaper than putting it in a freezer, I'm sure. True. True. <laughs> Plus, you, sure. know, you never know. Something and it's funny. It for something else. It's funny. It comes UPS. Yeah. You would never think that. Mm -hmm. That would be some yeah. special courier for body parts. Mm -hmm. But no, here you go. UPS dry ice. Yeah. I, I also had a guy hand me an urn once and said, I just want him, her buried next to him. Right. That, that happened while we were weed whacking and mowing the lawn. Yeah. Oh. Um, Wow. It was an interesting job, yeah. Yeah, lots happened. Um, and then I did a little bit of every. I, I worked at a rodeo for a bit. <laughs> Around here? Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw like up did in the, Susquehanna County? Susquehanna County, Wyoming County. We yeah. did a couple, three rodeos. I worked for him, and then he never really paid me, so I left. Were you like a, um, a rodeo clown? What were you uh, doing? I pulled the gate for the bull. Okay. That's, that's what I did. You learn to climb the fence fast. I was going to say, you get up and out quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, they had professional clowns that did that. Did they? Oh, yes. yeah. They're not messing around. No. Because that's no. a day. That, it seems like it's not, but it's a dangerous gig being a, a Oh, clown. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the bulls aren't, the, you know, you're looking at... <laughs> 2,800 pounds of angry meat, pure muscle. Yeah. 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 And it, it's, it's fun. I, I knew my way around horses. That's why. I so that's how I got that yes. gig from yeah. the farm. Yeah. It all goes back to the farm and the lake. Goes, yes, it does. Man. It, but, it, there's so many little activities. See, you never knew all this about me. I mean, I, I knew that you had a varied existence. I knew you were in culinary stuff and I yep. knew a little bit about construction. Cause I remember you guys talking about flipping some vehicle or somebody that you knew turned a, a thing over at some point. Maybe that was one of the other guys from three guys that a beard in the past, but somebody was telling me that story out back 
Were you growing hops up behind here at one point? I was growing them up behind my house. Okay. That's not me because I wasn't there then. Uh, I don't know. Huh. I could be conflating. This could be somebody it's, else's story it, entirely. It, it could be. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I'm not that bright, as you well know. So this could be like this could be a story from a totally. It could be somebody who's not even involved in Breer. I don't even know. It doesn't matter because you're the only brewer on the podcast. Uh, okay. Uh, so far. Oh, okay. Um, I also have uh, uh, I have Andy Palumbo from Channel 16. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to get people that I thought were cool and interesting to chat with. So I grabbed Andy. Uh, I grabbed this comedian. Her name is Ellen. She's from Tonkanic, and she's been okay. all over the America. Uh, uh, Rob Latiri, who's like, you know, Mr. Vagabond culture guy from Scranton is going to be on. Um, I think I know. He's a photographer, a good guy. Yes, yes, yes. I, I know who he is. Yes. And then a guy named uh, Tony who uh, runs a bike manufacturing company uh, down in uh, Luzerne County. And you know I like bikes, so yes. I'm like, that dude's got to be cool. So he's next week. I'll be chatting right. with him. That's awesome. Okay. So I'm going to do five episodes of Nepotism. That's the name of the podcast. The Nepotism. Nepotism. Okay. Yeah. okay. All going to come out in June, so uh, don't talk about anything that's not happening before June. For everybody listening, by the way, he's telling me this now, yeah. like 25 <laughs> minutes into the podcast right now. Um. I basically <laughs> sent him a text. You want to be on a podcast? Sure. Yeah. Now I'm leaning uh, out for him. Now he's like, damn, I don't know if I want to be on this no, podcast. No, no, no. I want to be on this. I love being here. All right. Okay. Um, so we were talking about, uh, so I knew a little bit about construction, yeah, culinary. Yeah. I mean, all that so, stuff. So basically, you, though, right? I just, I, I did all this stuff. I worked in, I went from Japanese restaurants to casinos. Yeah. I helped open Mount Airy Casino out okay. there. Um, I did. Did all you know Italian restaurants? Yeah. Um, I worked in a French restaurant for a little bit. So I just wait. Kinda, wait the manor, the uh, the French. Yeah, yeah, yeah years okay. long, 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 long time ago. Can't be that long. I'm older than you. Well, that's, <laughs> um, I did all these little things. Yeah, and I wanted to learn about it. So I felt that was the best way to learn. Sure, I could have went to culinary school and did all that, but I kind of you know bounced around Poconos, mm -hmm. you know bunch of different places, you know, and I learned a lot. Yeah, and that was the way I learned a lot. So. Are and you, I taught myself. Are you good at remembering, like, hanging out? Like, uh, some people are really good at networking. You know what I mean? Yes. They work with, like, 100 people, and they remember everybody, and they could talk to them. I'm really not that kind of guy. I always forget everything because I'm stupid. Are you a good networker? Do you still keep in touch with a lot of these oh, people? Oh, God, yeah. Really? Oh, God, yeah. How so, did that happen? So you, you know what's crazy? Some of the old chefs that I worked for, yeah. like, I'll call them, like, when I had the old restaurant, I'd call them looking for somebody to come work. Sure. And they'd be like, oh, I thought you were calling for a job. Like, <laughs> they, like nope. I need you to help me. Because you know, I'm willing to show up. I'm willing to grow through the 60-hour week still. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of that in the culinary arts. I mean, yes. you work your ass off doing that, dude. Yes. I did. Yes. Uh, I was a dishwasher for two years at the old number five in downtown Scranton. And it yeah. was a great job. And it was a crappy job all at the same time. Yeah. I loved yeah. some of the people I worked with. Um, one of the few people, like places where I actually remember some of the people I worked with. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, we did some, and you know, some weird stuff went on after hours too. Oh, God. That's, that's the culinary business. Yeah. Right now, the culinary business is in trouble. They're hurting big time. Hurting not only from the whole COVID thing last year and the shutdowns, mm -hmm. um, to employee issues. Yeah, you can't get people to work. Um, yeah, and, and a lot of the... Um, Let's say the elite bartenders and elite servers that were around forever that I knew that bounced from place to place and yeah. or became managers. When everything closed down, they said that's it. They they because in the culinary business when you're on this you you make decent money. Yeah, but there's weeks you don't. Right. So you are kind of used to saving every penny you can mm -hmm. to kind of make it through those because you have your lows, you have your highs. Sure. You know, and no matter like the the, the Poconos, they're, mm -hmm. they're busy in the summer. Right. You know, we're busy like blah blah blah. Anyway, um, so a lot of them 
you know, collected unemployment for that time and saved everything they could. Yeah. And then in the long run, they found different positions. Okay. I know a lot of guys, it sounds funny, they went to the freight freight carrier businesses. Yeah. They went, and they're making... Tons of cash. Yeah, well, yeah. They're making 20 plus dollars an hour. Right. Working five days a week, and they could become the person that goes out on Friday And night. they're like, hey, this is what a real life is like. Yeah, and they got to celebrate, like last year, they got to go to the 4th of July. They get, <laughs> yeah. You know, they weren't doing, they got to be with their families, which the weekends wasn't. You had money yep. and Tuesday off. Yeah, that's a tough gig. It, it is. Yeah. You know, you, you take care of other, everybody else. So mm -hmm. everybody out there, tip your servers, your bartenders, and take care of the cooks in the back. What's, all right? your, what's your minimum tip? Like, you go into a restaurant, the meal's okay, the service is horrible. Minimum tip for you. I, I, I mean, always Like, do they're going to spit in your food. No. <laughs> still 20%? I, I still do 20% no matter what. I agree. What. I think that's I, important. I, I, always, I always tip well no matter what. Because... My, my minimum tip is 20%. Okay. And trust me, you have to do a lot to get at that low. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you like you might have to kick me in the jimmy as I'm walking to the bathroom to get a 20% tip. Because not because I never waited tables, but I saw people wait tables when I worked at a restaurant yeah. and I saw how hard they worked. And I'm like, the, and you know, and I've always been the kind of guy like, they're doing something for me. I got to take care of these people. Yeah. 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 It's a, huh? See, I, I always tell everybody, send your kids for six months of restaurant training. Just give them a job cooking. Give them something in a restaurant. It, right. It's humbling. <laughs> because you you see you see and right now right now if anybody wants a job like you can find a really well paying because paying job and you'll make good money yeah and they're gonna move the paying up in it and, and well and, that's that's what's happening right. now um back in the day we used to have to call what we hire headhunters right we'd call them you know kitchen staff had to be headhunter you, you had to pay them the good or better wage to get the great people sure um and that was the same with bartenders instead of making the three dollars an hour mm -hmm. They may have been making 10 as a bartender plus, plus tips. Right. You know, and you paid that because you had somebody that was showed up. They were consistent. Right. And they got people in. Right. And that's, it's, I mean, that's, that's it. a Put asses in the seats. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so now, now everybody's, you know, you, I'm not saying we don't have to hire headhunters, but mm -hmm. we have to basically bring the people in yeah. and we have to give them that fair wage. Mm -hmm. Because for a long time, the restaurant industry didn't get a fair wage. Absolutely. I you mean, know, we were tip wages was like two thirty five an hour plus. Two, yes, yeah, yeah. that's that's it. nuts. That's it. So your paycheck, you might make you know one hundred and eighty dollars <laughs> yeah. in tips, and your paycheck at the end of the week is thirty five dollars. Right, that's but, not good. But then you, yeah, it's not great. But if so, you did good in tips, you you could make up for that. But man, yeah, well, that's that's, that's that was the whole thing. So, yeah. but yeah, so I, I did a lot of that, and then you know, coming to the brewing side was you know a lot of people. There's there's only a few of us that cook and. And brew. Let's talk about how you became interested in beer besides drinking it in high school. Oh, ah, see. Okay, that's a... <laughs> Unless that all, you know, it weaves in, Matt. That's fine. Uh, well, I want to know. Coming from the homemade background, my old man... Was he making, like, wine. Dago Red? He made wine. Okay. He made wine. He made Dago, like, yeah. Dago Red. He made Danny... Like, can we say that? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. you can say that. All right. It's a thing. Okay. It, the Nipa, the Nipa is a mo... <laughs> it'll still figure it out. All right. You know? <laughs> I think that's a Nipaism. That's it. There you go. Little like Nipa. Yins and you. Oh, yeah, Yins. Yeah. <laughs> guys. I love a good Dago Red. So your dad would make that? Yeah. How, he, how does that happen? Like, I mean, you know, I'm stupid. I don't understand he how would get work. He would get the grapes in. He knew people that had grapes. Yeah. He would make them in the basement. He had a little grape press, and yeah. he would make wine. He also made weird wines. Yeah. Um, he, my father still makes weird wine. He makes wine out of anything. And okay. it's crazy because he makes wine, dandelion wine, which is an old Italian. I hear that that's amazing. It, you either love or hate it. I never had it. I didn't even know until last week. 
that you could even eat dandelions or make wine out of. That's why they're here, because the Italians brought them here to eat. I never knew that. Yeah, so when the leaves are young, you can pick them and eat them. Yeah, I heard it's like I, I, it's pretty sweet. Is that the deal? Um, They can be, and they can also be slightly bitter like yeah? arugula. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right, all right, cool. Yeah. I read an article. I've never tried one. They're not a weed. They're a, they're, we're a food. So, yes. All right. Never knew that until late. And it's so cool that your dad made wine out of that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so either you love or you hate the dandelion wine. Yeah. Um. So from there, I knew how to make wine, so... The beer was kind of a step easy. Yeah. I kind of knew the process of fermentation and doing that. Same thing with pickles. You do the same thing. Yeah. Um, and in the culinary world, a lot of people don't realize over a third of the food you eat is fermented. Right. You know, wow. so, well, you think coffee, chocolate. Yep. All that. Um, fermentation is big in chocolate. Yes. Yeah. It has to. Same with coffee. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, Basically, I learned to ferment from him. So beer was just an added step. It's just is beer easier than wine or more difficult than wine? So uh, yes and no. Ah, so you win these answers. I know, I know. I'm, I can't I, get a straight answer out of it. Okay, so wine beer is very easy because you can have beer in right now in ten days. Okay, okay. Wine is a long term process. It's sitting. You can make wine in ten days if you wanted to. I'm not gonna like it. They do it in jail. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. But it, it, it can be very drinkable. But mm -hmm. wine, you know, it's a year-long process. Okay. Beer, you can have beer in 10 days. So. And good beer, quality beer in 10 good days. Good quality beer. You know, everybody loves the hazies now. Yeah. Uh, that beer comes out in anywhere from 10 to 12 days. I'm not going to lie to you. People. That ain't bad. No, no. <laughs> no, back in the day, if I put out, when we started this, yeah. if I put out a hazy beer like that, I would get people, a phone call. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Something's wrong with the beer. <laughs> it's cloudy. Oh. How'd it get like this? You need to clean your tanks. Well, that's what that's what it would happen. Yeah, you know. Yep. So if the beer wasn't clear, people were mad. Right. Now, if the beer is clear, people are thinking there's something wrong with the beer. <laughs> I want this unfiltered hazy look. But okay, it's it, I'm not. It, it's great that everybody loves it like this because yeah. it's, it's it's easier. Yeah, it, it, it is easier, yeah. kind of to say. I don't have to filter it. I don't right. have to let it. I could finish it. <laughs> Put it in kegs, and you guys love it. I love it. I love it, too, though. I still do. I love okay. it. I'm um, not afraid of an unfiltered. I'm not afraid of a haze. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Yeah. You know? And I'm a big baby about everything, so that's, good. <laughs> that's saying something there. So, uh, so your dad's you know, making wine. You, you know all this fermentation stuff. You're brewing, home brewing. So I started home brewing in my, in my early 20s, yes. Uh, what, what, do, you, do you remember the first beer you made and yeah. if it was drinkable? Yeah, yeah. Okay. actually I do. All right. It's what really, so I made a Czechoslovakian lager. Wow. Not a Pilsner. No, no, a Czechoslovakian Pilsner. Lagers, a Pilsner and lager are the same thing. See, now we're getting a little education uh, yes, here. Yes. All right. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, I took that under my wing, which was a huge mistake. <laughs> How come? Um, because it takes a lot longer to make it. <laughs> Um, actually what happened was I threw it in my closet. I had a little apartment yeah. in Archibald and, um, I made it outside <laughs> and, uh, I bought the kit. I bought everything. And by the way, people who homebrew today have the best kits ever because it's so easy. Yeah. Back then I had to scrounge shit. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, I put it together. I left it in the closet. I was living in the apartment and I was moving. Right. And I was moving where the fr I was moving to Dunmore. Right? Okay. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, I was moving to Dunmore and um, Down Valley for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah well, it's okay. All right. And uh <laughs> it's and fine. I brewed the beer, it was in the cloud, I was moving, and I'm like, Oh frick. I forgot about this. Right. So I, I was like, Ah, it's, it, it says the bottle, it's this and that, so I moved it around. I threw it in the bottles, the cases of bottles I had real quick, and I moved. Yeah. And I moved into this basement apartment, okay, in Dunmore. 
and I threw that. You know how you move? Yeah. You never open the bin for 10 years, yeah. and there it is, right? So I, I threw it in the back corner of the closet. <laughs> I drank my Miller Lite the whole time. Yeah. And uh, one day, I well, girlfriend cleaned out the closet, and she's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? What is this doing in here? Well, technically, because I was in a basement at Logger. Right. So it came out amazing. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, and there I was hooked. I um, can do this. Yeah, seriously. And that was months later. It yeah. was months later. Well, yeah, obviously, your two moves and all that. Uh, yeah, you know? it, was mu- it, it was probably eight months later. Wow. And I can't believe it was still good. And it, it just was, it clicked. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I ordered more kits and I started. Right. Next thing I know, I have a kiddie pool in my living room. <laughs> uh, anybody who home brews, you'll understand what blow off is. Is basically when fermentation starts, you get this big head, yeah, and it'll just blow foam everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, because I was started brewing ten gallon batches, mm-hmm. the kiddie pool <laughs> saved me from cleaning up messes. Um, <laughs> so you let the blow off go into the kiddie pool. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. It was funny because people would come in and be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I literally started What bre- is Matt doing here? Yeah, I started brewing every week, and uh, I was brewing every Sunday. Wow. Every Sunday because um, thankfully I was working a job then. Um, I was working at a casino then, mm-hmm. and I sort of had Sundays off. It was weird. Okay. Um, you know, I, because I was actually kind of running the kitchen with a friend of mine, <laughs> so we, we managed ourselves that way. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's nice to make your own hours. It, it was. So yeah. long story short, that's how I started. And then professionally was, you remember three guys in a beer. Yeah. Let's talk about a, a little bit about that. How did, so you got friends that they, they, they saw what you were doing or were they doing it on their own or how did that work? So they came in. So I was starting the brew and then I brought the guys in. Yeah. You know, they started brewing. And then we also had, you know, the beard of the group. He was already tasting beers. Okay. So he had a beer club where he did bottles. Mm-hmm. Um. He was doing like a bottle club, a bottle share, sure. and people brought their homebrew. So okay. I started bringing homebrew, and you know, and one thing led to another, and we're making so much beer again. Yeah, you know, and we're brewing more and more. Yeah, you know, so and that's where it started. Like, and then the trouble was was we had to travel a long way for beer. Okay, was the other thing. Yeah. So brewing the beer gave us good beer, mm-hmm. and so we basically had to, you know. We had to have an outlet for it because right. we were making. <laughs> what are we going to do with this? Uh, I guess we got to try and sell some of it. And... And, and and there was no breweries around. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, we're talking. How many years ago? Twelve. So you're 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 twelve years ago yeah. when we started all this. Yeah, I mean, you're the first uh, microbrew in Lackawanna County. We were the first microbrew in Lackawanna. First brewery in Lackawanna County since Prohibition. Yeah, first brewery period since yes. Prohibition. Yes, yeah. since yeah. Prohibition, that was wow. a thing for us. Yeah. Um. Jesus, and I remember our first tasting at the back. It was two thousand nine. Yeah, when we were stuck. That's when we established that, and okay. it, it, we did our first tasting at the backyard ale house. And those guys are awesome. Oh God, those so, guys are great. I so, love them. I still take beer down to them. We yeah. still chat. You know, I still see them. Yeah. You know, it, here we are, two thousand nine. You know, you're 12, 12 years out, mm-hmm. and I st- I still have you know. 10, 12 year friends. I found you. Yeah, we would have never met if it wasn't for beer. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. lucky for me, anyway. I don't know about oh, you. Yeah. You got the short end of the <laughs> stick there, knowing me. Oh, uh, not at all. <laughs> so, um, you're doing the brewery thing. Uh, life is good. And I don't know if this is verboten or not, but it went from three guys in a beard, and that went away. 
Are we allowed to talk about that? Yes, we're allowed to okay, talk Okay, I mean, because I don't want to piss anybody off. No, no pissing anybody off. All right, good deal. So what happened? So in the long run, we had um, life. Yeah, life you know, gets in the way. Somebody else stole their cheese. Let's put it that way, you know. Uh, <laughs> the guys started getting married. Sure. Um, the Beards kids started getting older. Yeah. You know, and they were doing baseball and cheerleading and traveling cheerleading. Yeah. So, and then the other one, you know, he got married, and you know, one guy was still in the air force, so right. he was still going away. And this, you got to remember, this is still, you're still in 2011, 2012, yeah. so there was still time for war, still. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he had to leave and go. Oh. You know, so he would mm. do six months on a tour, or right? Something, you know, so he wasn't here. So eventually, it was came down to where you know one person kind of faded out, mm-hmm. um, and then you know. The tap room was taking a lot of our time. We opened that. Yeah, because that's a um, that's a lot of work doing that. Yeah, stuff. we had a wholesaler. We were, we picked up over thirteen counties. We yeah. were growing as a brewery, right? Um, and you know we had our mishaps along the way. Sure, we had some things come up, and you know, like I said, life life kind of gets in the way. Happens. Yeah. Um, you know, some things changed, and we we were talking about clothes, and I also do I also do union work as well. Mm-hmm. So, um. You know, is I there op- anything Matt doesn't do? I operate heavy equipment, yeah. So it's it's yeah, I do that as well, and I've been wow. doing that for that eleven years now. So Jesus. It's like, yeah, yes, and I still go back. I just did nine weeks. Do you love it? I do. Well, there you go. As long as you love what and you're doing, man, it's awesome. I love everything I do. Yeah, you know, you and but uh, so along the way, like you know, the tap we had some we had some brewing issues, like. Um, we had our glycol chiller go down, mm-hmm. so we lost our tanks Ooh. over the weekend, and yeah. we were all sort of gone on the weekend for like a brew fest. We were do- down doing like a um, a beer festival. Um, Was it the yeah. nudist beer festival? No, oh, okay. no, God, you remember that? Okay, oh, we'll yeah. talk about that. <laughs> um, so we were doing it was past Allentown. Mm-hmm. Um, God, we were gone, and we came back Monday. We stayed over because it was a it was a it was a Friday Saturday thing, so we used it as a. A little way to go sure. out, you know. Yeah. And um, we came back Monday, mm-hmm. and we lost the tanks. We ended up now with the wholesaler. When you're in, you're taking care of 13 counties and over 400 plus accounts. We're yeah. brewing beer every, you know. That beer takes 15 to 20 days to finish and mature and bottle and do whatever. Right. Um, at that time, you know, we were still pumping beers out, and you know, that time, and we lost it. We we actually lost three batches. I was gonna say you lost product. We lost a lot of products, yeah. and that's time you can't get back. Yep, it's gone. It's gone. So the wholesaler now doesn't get product. We jumped in. We brewed as fast as we could, yeah. um, but we're still trying to put out a quality product, so mm-hmm. you can't rush things. Um, in the long run, that kind of hurt, too. Sure. You know, that take, it takes a bruising, and then you lose a tap handle. Right. And it's hard to get a tap handle back because mm. people like when the beer's flowing, yep. the beer sells. Bar owner, restaurant and bar owners don't have a lot of time. Right. You know, they want that wholesaler to come in and be like, ah, yeah, 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 we'll put the boom, 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 boom. And they sign the check. Here you go. Have a nice day. Goodbye. Taps full. People are happy. Yep. So you, you so that hurts, you know. Okay. So down the line, you know, those guys, um, they were making a decision to sort of fade themselves out. And we were kind of in the process of closing. Right. And um, I took an initiative to step up and do this. You said, I still want to do this. Yeah. You still had that burning passion desire to make sure you wanted to be brewing. Yeah. So I ran the restaurant for another two years and Mm. brewed. Wow. Yeah. 17 employees, which was crazy. Wow. He actually employed a lot of people. I did. Well, a lot of them were part-timers. Still. You know, you have, you have those people. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I had a full-time brewer, a full-time salesperson, right. and, uh, you know, somebody working in the office here. And so I, it, I went to managing people. Right. You know, and then, um, God, the restaurant closed. Well, right. You know, um, I closed that because it was just, ah, it, it's tough. Yeah. You know, and I went back to the roots of just making beer and selling it. Right. Let me go back to the basics. Okay. Focus on that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that was 2018 when that happened. Right. So, yeah. And it's been working well. Yes, yeah. very well. Ironheart makes some amazing beers. If you haven't had any yet, uh, well, that's on you because they're all over the place. Oh. You got to go get them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's on well, them. Right? Well, I, I see. Well, now, now you're getting to the point where we where we had COVID now. Right. Well, know? that's true, too. That, that, that hurts. I mean, it throws a huge monkey wrench in everything. Well, you got to think everybody else's business is my business. Right. That's so, a good point. So no more wholesale. No more cakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus, that, that, that's a hurting. Yeah. So uh, I made it through. Well, and are, are we starting to see you come out on the other side of that now? Are people starting to pick up? Yeah, yeah. You're going to start seeing oh, more. Clearly. Oh, restrictions yes. are going away. That's a huge help. I, I, I was able, what, what's kind of saved me was last year I did a lot of catering, yeah. barbecue, outside stuff. Okay. Just drop-offs. Like people just wanted food dropped off. Yeah. See you later. Goodbye. Yeah, they don't want you there hanging no, out. Get the hell out. Yep. Yeah. So that happened. Like it was, it was great. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did barbecues out here in the parking lot. Mm. So barbecue to go pick up. Right. It worked out great. Saved my business. That's Saved awesome. The beer. See, and that's smart. A willing. I, I think that a willingness to adapt helps anybody. And clearly, uh, just listening to your story, you know, so far for all the crap I didn't know about you, there's a, Matt has a willingness to adapt to anything. I, I have an iron heart. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> there it is. That's, Love it. So let's yeah. talk about the logo, the big uh, white stag thing. Where'd that come from? Um, so basically, it's a reflection on me. So if you're going to start a business, you have to have a, um, a mission statement. Okay. So when I was three guys in a beard, we did a lot of crazy things. There was four of us. It was, it was all, you know, yeah. we had a lot going on. Yes, you did. So like I said, I, I went back to simpler times, and that was 2015 when I... 2016 when I started this. Okay. Ironheart. And uh, so my mission statement was um, simple. And it was basically, Jesus, I can't even remember it now that I'm talking to you. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my, <laughs> Is it up in the brewery? I'll let you go Sim walk. Um, oh, it was simplicity with its simple ingredients. Okay. You know what I mean? So my logo was black and white. Right. You know, and I, I was Ironheart. I, was, I had an iron will to keep going. Right. So I became Ironheart. Um, heart, H-A-R-T. Okay, mm -hmm. um, in the uh, the outdoor world or the hunter's world, a red stag, mm -hmm. oh, after five years becomes a heart. Okay. A full-grown deer becomes a heart. Okay. okay. Never knew this. Yes. Um, the white heart in German means purity and strength. Ah. Okay. You there know you a little bit about everything, man. I do. I, wow. I, have, I have a giant book of useless bullshit <laughs> attached to my right leg. It's stupid. <laughs> Just stupid when I know it's in there somewhere. That's all right though. You know what I mean? I mean that's one of the things you talk about. Well, before when you were talking about Votech and going to Votech, like I went to Votech, um, and and I made a lot of mistakes at Votech. Uh, but yeah. one of the things I did is I learned a shit ton of stuff that maybe doesn't directly serve me, but just indirectly serves me. And also, I think knowing stuff is never a bad thing. No. You know, no. when somebody says, "Oh, who knows that?" I want to punch them in the face. What is wrong with knowing something? I'll say something to somebody. Go, oh, "Who knows that?" Well, I know it. Well, the the great thing is, is you can never stop learning. Yeah, I le I I read all the time in audio books while I'm brewing. Yeah, so it's constant learning, it never stops. That's awesome. It never stops. Beer, constant learning about beer, constant yeah. tasting beer. 
you know, spirits, wine, everything in between. Mm -hmm. So it's you never end learning. Yeah, and I think that's important. I think it's good. And yes. I think the, the even if stuff doesn't seem related to like what you care about, learning in and of itself just exercises that muscle and keeps you going for things. Oh God, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to yeah. get all preachy and more you know it, yeah. but I think that's important. It is very important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It there should be stars coming above our head. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> And knowing is half the battle. That's G. right. G. Joe, yeah. Oh, G.I. Yeah, Joe. Nice. <laughs> what was your favorite cartoon? Because we're different ages. Did you watch Bugs Bunny on Saturday mornings or yes. was that shit off already? No, I, it, I, that was one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah? Yes, yeah. Because right. I missed that, yeah. man. Yeah. HBO uh, Max has Bugs Bunny, so I watched that. Oh, uh, yes, I have HBO Max. Oh, yeah. I noticed they have cool. all the Looney Tunes on. Yeah, yeah and you can go yeah. by year by year. Now, the thing that bothers me about it is they don't have every damn cartoon yeah. ever made. Okay. So they have a selection from each year, each series, ah, which is okay. fine. But, the, you know, I'm like one of these geeks who knows cartoons by name, and I'm like, where is like a pest in the house? How come it's not on here? Yeah. And I get pissed off about it. So, but yeah. So I, I will say, uh, Jesus, I, because my dad watched them. Yeah. You know, he would watch Sunday morning cartoons with us. Nice. That's <laughs> was, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. You know, and so we grew up watching Bugs Bunny, but mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, we had the Animaniacs and... Uh, Animaniacs are awesome. And DuckTales yeah. and things like that, so mm -hmm. I remember those. Yeah. I did not get into DuckTales. Yes. Uh, but I did watch Animaniacs a lot. Yep. Because, like, I was a big Warner Brother guy, as evidenced by yes. the back of my uh, laptop I, I, case. I know. <laughs> it's duck season over Yeah, I got, I got Daffy Duck on that. Uh, so I stuck with the Warner Brother stuff a lot. Um, but, uh, how about Ren and Stimpy? Did you watch Ren and Stimpy? Oh God, yes. A great show. Oh God, yes. How, how could you not? Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just remember the first time I saw that, just my mind blown. Like, what the hell are these guys well, on? Well, you also got to think, I also grew up in the days of the Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. yeah. And MTV up all, you know what I mean? The MTV cartoons, yeah. Daria and all those crazy things like that. And the other thing, um, I don't know if you remember Duckman on USA yeah, Up Jason all Yeah, Alexander was the voice. Yes. Duckman was yes. an amazing show show yes, it was. so underrated oh and i love how freaking angry he was <laughs> i gotta you know what i wonder if that's streaming anywhere i, I don't know i, I love find how you out. know the voice actor oh yeah jason alexander from seinfeld yes. was duckman yeah yes. absolutely yeah. and the, the animation style was just so crude yes intentionally so but it was so yep. good God i think damn, that, those show. were kind of the kickoffs for what we have now yeah uh, now we're getting way off subject that's here. all right that's um, what this is all about man. you know so yeah <laughs> yeah Duckman, so. if you had told me today I'd be talking about Duckman to somebody, I would have said, you're out of your effing mind, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. God, I grew up in, I, I grew up in that, that early 90s. I still had the 80s nostalgia. Yeah. You know, Ghostbusters ran around with my protein bag, <laughs> protein bag as a kid, you know? I had now, the suit. That still happens. My, my nephew, Jed, who's now 12, uh, but even two years ago, Went uh, Halloweening as a Ghostbuster. Had the proton pack, awesome. all that stuff. So awesome. kids still dig those movies. I, I, and that's what I love because those are the movies. You know, yeah. you know. I remember this. My mom might kill me because they had HBO. Like my, we had cable, right? Full cable, like HBO. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, I got to watch Animal House. Yeah. As a child, so I thought that's how college had to be. Uh -huh. <laughs> not so. <laughs> no, no, it's not even close. Um, so yeah. You know, I, I kind of grew up in that age. Now, when you watched uh, Animal House for the first time, how old were you? I was probably about nine. Okay. So, obviously, uh, you know, <clears throat> John Belushi peeking in the window, a big scene for you. Yes. Yeah, as it was for me yes. when I first saw it, uh, which was like two <laughs> years after it came out. So, I think I was 10 or so when I first so saw it. So, that was like 72, right? Yeah. Like 70. No, uh, Animal House came out in 75. Seven, see, I love how you know this. Uh, now I want to check. In go case go, I'm go wrong. check, check. Go in check. case I'm the idiot who gets that no, wrong, somebody's no, 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 cursing. No, 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 I, I think, I think you're correct. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
I own it on VHS and DVD. By the way. As it should be. Yeah, that's a nice tie you got there. Hundred percent rayon. <laughs> uh, oh, seventy-eight. I'm way off. Ooh, so both, I was thirteen I, when I yeah, saw that. Never okay, mind. Okay. So, Damn. Oh, there you go. All right. Wow. But, Why did uh, I think it was seventy-five? Blazing Saddles was seventy-five. Maybe I was getting it confused. Oh, see. Okay. All right. Good. Night. So, so where were we actually? Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't matter. Like, what well, kind of movies? We're, we're, we're talking to... about movies and cartoons and all that. Just well, I don't we, know how we, we got there. We were well growing up like that, but um. We were talking about uh, the brewery and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the heart of it, and mm-hmm. you know, knowing things. I guess that's yeah, now that's we're, we we're going back. So so from the reflection of that, of me being iron willed, mm-hmm. and I wanted that simplicity, you know, with simple ingredients, you know, right. things like that. So purity and strength came to it. You know, my graphic designer, he's great. Yeah, um, local guy um, knows a lot of shit. Drop so, his name. Oh, uh, Chris Mackey of Or Design Group. There you go. Give yes. Chris a little love yes. for crying out yes. loud. Yes, he's you know? a great guy. Yeah. He does work for, he, see, he's one of those all-around guys. Yeah. He also does stuff for Benny. Oh, so yeah. all Benny, yeah, he does stuff for Benny. Uh, um, in case you don't know, we're talking about Benny Brewing Company. Benny Brewing, yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, a good friend of mine. Yeah, Benny's a good guy. Benny's a great guy. And yeah. I love going down and, and having barbecue and catching and Good up food them. there, too. Yes, always. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yep. And see, that's the other thing. All us brewers are friends. I'm yeah. friends with Chris and Mark from Breaker. Right. The new one, you know, last minute. Yeah, over. I've never been to last minute yet. I want to go up there. Ooh, you got to go. They do a lot of IPAs, he, right? He's an IPA guy. Yep. He, that's, no. that's why I haven't gone. Hey, hey, but he, he, he he's solid on them. Yeah. Okay, he throws in the stouts and porter, yeah. you know. He does sours good if you're into those. My wife is. I'm not okay. a sour guy, but I know a lot of people are. Um, So you can... You can, he, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'll drink an IPA. It's just not my favorite. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Porter. I'm going to go Stout. Uh, and then after that, then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll break down to whatever. Yeah. You know, he, I, the only thing I really, really don't love, I, and people will probably kill me for saying this. I'm not a big New England IPA guy. Okay. Yeah. Just okay. not a fan. No. Yes. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> fine. They're going to can you in the parking lot. <laughs> kind of like stoning, but they just throw. But, but beer they, cans. Yeah. They, well, they actually just throw cans of Bud Light at you. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll drink Bud Light. I don't care. I'll collect them and throw them in the listen, house. Listen, when you're fishing, okay? Yeah, look, I don't care about beer. any of that. Yeah. I love, I mean, you know, you know, I'm a big porter guy. Yes. Uh, I've been after brewers forever to make a prospector porter. No one's done it yet, but that's okay. Okay. Uh, okay. But, and I don't want to have anything to do with it. Like, I don't want to have to make it. I don't want to have to, because I've been through that with you guys. You've been through that with Making the Making beer is fucking tough. I'm telling you, I'm not doing it. I'm too lazy. All right, but if somebody wants to make a prospector porter, and all I ask for is a six pack, so it. so this is going to sound really funny. Yeah, I'm brewing a porter tomorrow. <laughs> You're not seriously. I ground what, this the grain. early. Yeah, well, no, because uh, because so so you got to remember, brewers the, work ahead. Well, no, but this beer's it's going to be out, and this is going to be out. Okay, in, it's the summer. In, it's coming in, out in three weeks. Anyway. Okay, so. <clears throat> I'm a. I drink dark beer in the middle of summer. Okay. okay. I got no problem with that. I'm gonna drink a porter every damn day. I'm See, fine with that. There you go. So I'm making like a nice five percent porter, mm. super light but dark. Dark's just a color. It's, okay. It's not a flavor. You got a name for it? It's campsite porter. Campsite porter. Very yeah. good. Let me know yeah. when it comes out. I'm coming. All right. Have Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Because yeah, now he's thinking I'll just have that at the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Having it at the lake. He's got to show up to the lake. Um. Uh-huh. No. So yeah. So I'm still. 
I'm still here. And that's I think that's thing. really cool, like what you're talking about, like uh, brewers being friends. And, and this happens in other industries a lot too, where people don't think about the fact that a lot of these guys work together somewhere else, uh, that there's an incestuous nature to the business. Um, you know, a lot of people are, are friendly in the restaurant industry because they've worked in a million different places. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I think that helps out because it gives you a natural support. If you have an idea or a question, uh, if you just need help, as you mentioned, you need help at, the, at your restaurant, you can call some people who you used yep. to work with and that Yep. Out. And then that, and that's a big thing in it too. Yeah. You know, like still, you know, still to this day, like some breweries call me, like I just put a grain order. Hey, you don't happen to have, you know, a bag of this yeah. or this. Yeah. I yeah. got some. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll replace it when we get ours in. We're just brewing today. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. yeah. You know, you haul it down to them, you have a beer with them, you right. hang out. Next thing you know, you're there for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, I worked uh, I worked a part-time job at Pepsi-Cola for years. One okay. of my favorite jobs ever because I got to drive all over Northeast PA. Uh, and I still know a lot of the back roads I ended up riding on and all that kind okay. of stuff. Uh, and it was right when Coke changed their recipe to New Coke when I started there. So wow. all of a sudden, Pepsi got real busy. Like, real busy. But I remember I, I rode on the truck with uh, the guy I rode the most with, a guy named Jack Williams. Great guy, real smart, hard worker. Okay. Uh, but he taught me something, and I don't even know if he meant to teach me it, but he's like, everybody gets a piece of the pie. Everybody deserves a piece of the pie. We don't have, Pepsi doesn't have to own 100% of the market share. Everybody's got to make a living. Everybody's just yeah. a squirrel trying to get a nut. And yeah. I remember, you know, like, I, I have that same attitude in the business I'm in now where people are like, oh, do you hate those guys from KRZ or do you hate those guys from WILK? No. Uh, a, I worked with a lot of them in the past. Yeah. And B, everybody's just trying to make a living doing something we enjoy. That's, that's all it comes down anybody? to. Yeah. Let's have fun. And, and, and you, you guys you guys have, well, a lot of people don't see what you guys do in the background. Either. Nothing. See, that's a, yeah, they say nothing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'll never forget when we first started working together, yeah. our buddy Chip said to me, I said, Gee, I was scared of radio. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't know how to talk to the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm kind of pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And people are amazed when people want to interview me. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And I just go oh, around. Right, I, right. I, I, I just turn right into a Mr. Microphone. <laughs> you know, okay. Um, Chip said to me, he goes, yeah, radio is like sausage. You like to eat it. You just don't like to see what goes in there. <laughs> exactly. And, well, especially because, like, uh, when you're talking about, like, this podcast, I'm not going to edit jack shit out of it. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. It's going to be well, however long it is, <clears throat> that's what it's going to be. Um, but, like, when we do segments on the radio, it gets cut. You oh, know, God, and yeah. you saw it firsthand. You'd be in the studio 20, 30 minutes, and four minutes, if you're lucky, yep. would end up on the air. Yep. It, it, and you would just hear, and, and there was parts where we had to redo stuff over. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> that, 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 you know, whatever yeah. reason, yeah. some idiot turned the mic off. We got to cut that. We got to do that whole thing over yep. again. What, it yep. happens, you know? Um, and, and I'm okay with that. One of my favorite things to do is edit stuff together and make yeah. it sound awesome and make it so that if you're not in the sausage factory, you have no idea that it happens. Yes. That way. Yeah. So I love that kind of skill. Uh, see, to me, that's exciting. See, now you, you love that skill. Yeah. You love having that. You love being I able love to... geeking out in front of a thing and just cutting stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, and, you, and you're probably, well, you've been doing it for so long, you're, you're efficient at it. Oh, right? uh, yeah. I'm, well, boom, 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 yeah, boom. I'm pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and then Not he, as quick as I am in bed with my wife, but quick. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, wait, I'm burning myself now. Never mind. <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, I started when I was 17. I'm 53. I've been doing it a long damn time. Holy crap. Yeah. So I know how to wow. edit. 
Okay. Yeah. See, I, I have one discernible skill. If I ever get fired, I can edit things. I don't yeah. know what that's going to get me. <laughs> How you were video editing? <laughs> um, I haven't done it since college, but oh, I was okay. okay at it then. I mean, I, I don't even know how the, it's all digital now, so I have no idea how it's done. But yeah. I got to imagine. Uh, I mean, I've messed with iMovie. Uh, I've okay. messed with Sony Vegas. Okay. So I've got to figure I can probably hack that. Yeah. All right. iMovie's pretty simple, you know. Yeah, iMovie's real simple. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like I, I. The problem with video editing is there's a lot more to pay attention to. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to watch because you could have a jump cut and somebody's I'm, like, what the hell was that? I'm horrible at it. Like, why? Do you do a lot of stuff like uh, that? Well, I, I've been sort of toying with a whole, because I'm a cook as yeah. well, um, a whole YouTube cooking oh, show. Okay. Let me just tell you this. The Dissolve will be your best friend. The dissolve? Yeah, use the dissolve. Like the, the, the fade. Yeah, yeah, fade and fade out where it cross fades over each other. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Or good. here's another one. You got a cut you need to make, right? Yeah. But you have some information. Put a graphic up that shows the information. Record a voiceover going, okay, this part here happens here, here, and here, and then cut back into yourself. That way you don't have to worry about jump cuts. You're a goddamn genius yeah. for us. I went to college. general one day. <laughs> I went to college for something. <laughs> you know? Okay, uh, so. so the fade and the... Uh, the fade dissolve. Uh, you want to dissolve? dissolve? Yeah, dissolve is between the two. Cross fade if you want. Right. Uh, and then uh, you want to put a graphic up during a cut. I should be taking notes. <laughs> Just hit, so, I'll be getting a phone call. All right. What's that so, again? So, what do I want to do? So let's, let's get back on task here because we're, we're, we're... Here's the good thing about the, the uh, nepotism podcast as I see it. There is no on task. Okay. Wherever the conversation oh, okay. leads, it okay. leads. I don't want to run you astray. I don't know how, you know, how long you want to... Eh, we got, in my head, bit. another eight minutes or so. So we got time. Okay. Yeah. We've been talking 50-some minutes already. Are you sick of me yet? We, we have not. I swear to God. Yeah, 52. Huh. Bullshit. <laughs> Look right here. Look at this number. 5-2. 25. How did we get an hour? Because that's what happens. You just start chatting with people. And look, oh. I hope somebody listening to the podcast is interested in things we're talking about. Yeah. If not, the numbers will suck and you'll never do a season two. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, want, I don't want it to suck. I don't I want, want it to season, suck either. What? Season two. You know? Well, I mean, like I told you some of the people that were on. Would yes. you listen to any of that? I don't oh, know. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Then maybe oh, it'll be no, interesting. No, no, no. I, see, that's another thing. I like to listen to podcasts right. and stuff like that. Too, I just so. wanted to, like, the whole idea of this was to talk to people who I thought would be interesting okay. whatever they do and then i just said okay i need some kind of limiting factor yeah so let's make sure they live and work in northeast pa okay there you go all that's right. all i'm doing all right so that's why i got a prur i got a comedian i got a bike guy uh well, i got I a, a tv guy because andy palomo and i go back and it's almost i i with the exception of two of them so two out of the five 40 percent so 60 percent i know the other 40 percent okay. i didn't know okay all right. Yeah. So Andy and I go back. You and I go back. Yep. <clears throat> Rob Latiri and I know each other through cycling. Yeah. We go back. Okay. There you go. All You're right. So that, that works then. Yeah. All right. And All trust right. me. Like, you know. I, I hope people find me interesting. How could they not? I don't, <laughs> Come on. Are you kidding me? I've known you and I'm sitting here going, my God. It's, what an interesting yeah. cat. Yeah. So, so basically here I am. So right. if people want to come out and try your beer, let's pimp the brand a little bit before we wrap things up here. Okay. Where can they find Ironheart Beer? Is it just at your place? Um, so I'm still, I still take stuff down to Cooper's. Okay. Um, there's a couple little bars here and there, Town Tavern and Duryea. Town Tavern, You know, awesome. I hop in with uh, him down there. Um, the Speakeasy all the way up north. Yeah, great place, um, by the way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've been there? I've been to the Speakeasy. My right. wife and I went up there and had a dinner. It was outstanding. Yes, it's great up there. Yes. Where, if you're a Scrantonian and you're like, it's so far. Far away, 
A, it's Take not. the ride. 40-some minutes, and you're there. It is well worth the Take ride. Take the ride. Yeah. Absolutely. Take the ride. Outdoor patio is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. Um, enough. With the, but there's so many. And then mostly, I now have a new location. Right. Let's talk about this, because uh, I thought it was somewhere else, and it's not. No. So so actually, <laughs> I, I, just, I actually just had my friends and family soft opening. Right. Um, Saturday. Okay. So, um, and that would be by the time this airs weeks ago, by the way. Weeks, uh, yeah. weeks it, ago, yeah. Because this is going to be like mid-June before this gets okay. on. I shouldn't say air, before it goes up as a podcast. Okay, yeah. So so I just had. Like a month ago. So it was May, yeah, it was May 8th, actually, if okay. everybody wants to know. It was my soft opening. I'm doing another one this Saturday. Okay. Um, basically, I'm over on the East Benton exit off 81. Where the old corning plant used to be, that yes, area. Yes, I'm on the same road as the corning plants. I'm, the address is 26... Franklin Road, okay. Dalton, PA. All right, so you're not in the old uh, strip club, the North 40. No, no. <laughs> which was probably gone before uh, you even No, got it there. was still there when I was growing up. Was it? Okay. okay. Um, it's now a diner. Yeah, I saw that. Go, go check it. Is the it a good place? I go for breakfast all the time. All right. Breakfast is phenomenal. What, what are the best diners, five best diners in Northeast PA that you're not affiliated with in any way, shape, or form? Go. Oh, gee, the, the five best. So, and it could be anywhere. Are, are, are we going to, why don't we just do a R- Mount Rushmore and do the top four? Top four? Mount Rushmore, the best the, diners in Northeast the, the, PA, according the top, to the You know Mount Rushmore? Let's hear it. Top four. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. So, um, hmm. Wow, the best diners. And diners slash restaurants. Okay. So you can do um, it. But I don't want like fancy hoity-toity. Do, do you want, do you want just breakfast? Uh, breakfast. No, because I was thinking one of my places is Bingham's and I never eat breakfast there. Okay. You know? All right, you like going? Yeah, yeah. Bingham's good. Pies are um, great. There you go. See, see, there you go. Um, I'm actually going to have to say the B and B, which is by me. Okay. Okay. Because I've been going there since they've opened, and their breakfast is always fantastic. Is that the place we were just referring yes. to in the old? Yes, uh, it's called the B and B. The B and B. Yes. Good deal. Best. They have jars of cookies everywhere. Everything's Ooh, homemade. Yeah. Great. I like that. Um, if you want to go. God, why are you putting me on the spot? You came here? up. I said five. You're like, down to four. You got one. Yes. I, <laughs> Cheese and crackers. Oh, I only got pinkies. eight minutes to Does do pinkies this. Pinkies make it or no? Uh, I don't. I don't go to pinkies. Okay, much. no worries. No, I um, like pinkies, but that's all right. I wouldn't put it on my Mount it, Rushmore, but I, I've been there. You know, I go there. If I go anywhere else, um, Jesus, what the hell's the name? Oh, Jessica's in in, in, uh, Je- in Jessup. Jessup. Yes. Oh my God, Jessica's eatery. Best. Best waffles ever and stuffed French toast. Yeah, Jessica's is an yes. awesome place. Yes. Uh, I've been there a couple of times recently. Love I, it. I, I haven't been there in a little while, and i got to make a trip down. Yeah, yeah. Take a COVID um, ride. Yeah. <laughs> that's two. That's two. So you got, that's two. If you want to go out in the middle of nowhere and have a decent little breakfast, the, the Nicholson Diner. Okay. All right? Mm-hmm. She does is a that, great job out is there. Is that on 92? Is that on 11? It's on, on Main Street. It's on it's, – it's, off of 92, uh, it's off of 11, it's on Main Street. <clears throat> okay. She does a good job. All right. All right. But so there's only, three. There's three. One more. And, and then one more. Yeah. Hmm. Mount We're, Rushmore of diners, according to Mad Well, this is bad because like. Because uh, now he's like, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So these mm-hmm. are my, this is my breakfast places. People. Okay. I like breakfast. I'm I don't a breakfast guy. I'm kind of like Ron Swanson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the last one. Hmm. Do, 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 do. Where do I where do I really like to stop for breakfast? You know what? Hmm. The diner in Honesdale. When I'm up there, it's the it's the only you can't miss it. It's on the right hand side. It's the one uh, right by the old post office. Yes. Okay. Yes, I can't remember the name I of it. it. I like to stop there mm-hmm. and have my breakfast. You know, the ladies are great. Okay. So that, I can't it's a good remember. Spot. I want to say it's um it starts with an R, but it's right on Main Street. Right, let's, make, let's see if we can find it. Oh, see, see. This is why uh, I have a smartphone. Oh, see, yeah, we have the 
you know, we have a calculator in our pockets at all times. That's right. All right. Our right. teachers used to tell us that. Oh, you're soon, someday. <laughs> yep. East Honesdale. I didn't even know there was an East Honesdale. Wow. I didn't know that either. <laughs> I think they're full of crap. I don't think there's <laughs> Is that kind of like South Pittston? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, why am I not finding it? Trackside? Yeah. Trackside Grill. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right down the street from here and now. Yes. Another good yes. brewing place. Yep. Yeah, right. another, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And see, that's what's cool, man. I like the idea that, like, I, I thought you would have them, like, bang, 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 bang. But that's a tricky question because, you know, I, I there's so many good places. You know, like my my favorite little spot for breakfast. I love going to the Town Tavern. Yeah. Town Tavern's a great place for wings. If you like them, I don't like them. But they, they make great burgers Thank and stuff. Thank you. I'm not a wing guy. Yeah. Love I'm it. not a wing guy. No, I People don't get, get mad at me because I don't eat wings. So what? Why would you get mad about that? People will get mad at me. They're like, what do you mean? I you do not eat wings. It's easy. Yeah. I don't put I, that crap I haven't in my eaten, mouth. I haven't eaten wings in probably seven years. Here's my deal. I don't like barbecue sauce at all or any kind of sauces like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And when you were talking about something with vinegar before, I'm thinking, well, I hate vinegar, so that's the end of that. <laughs> you know? I, I, for, I forgot. If it, it's just Except plain for ketchup. I don't, I don't mind vinegar because of ketchup, but that's it. Everything else sucks. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. But uh, I think those are good diners, and I'm surprised that uh, two of them that I eat at you know, Jessica's is awesome. Yes, Jessica's yeah, great awesome. Great place. Yeah. But see, the, the other two are close to me up here. Yeah, yeah well, that's so, okay. So, and I'm, and I'm there, you mm -hmm. know? So, it, it's, you know. So. Are you a creature of habit, or do you like to mix it up? I like to mix it up. Yeah? Yeah, I do. So, it's not like the same place every day or anything no, like that? No, no. Okay. It, I'm not, it, not going to say I don't frequent the diner down the road. Sure. For me, you know well, I mean? sometimes convenience is the rule. Yes. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do. I like to mix it up. And. Mm -hmm. And once again, I like to share the wealth. Yeah, you could say. Okay. And also, I like to go out and try things. So. All right, yeah. I love it. I'm so excited. I'm looking. This conversation went off in a million different tangents that I didn't expect, but yes. I love it. I, uh, to me, that is so cool and so exciting. We talked about cartoons. We talked about Animal House, and I got corrected myself on what year it came out. Yep. So, we talked about so. different eateries and, and culinary uh, jobs and, oh, my God, and uh, construction jobs. You've run such a cool, interesting life, and, and you're only in your 40s. I, I'm 38. That's what I said. You're in your 30s. <laughs> God I just, damn it, he's 38. I, I just turned 38 three weeks ago, bud. All right? Happy birthday, man. Thank you. Jesus, Thank you. when I was 38. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, and, was 15 and, and years you told ago. me I'm old, sitting across from me. I'm you look, you, I, I, and I hate to say it, but I'm not going to lie. It's not going to be a pretentious BS thing. You look older than 38. I, I, <laughs> the stress has done you in. It has done me in, yes. Mad Zook, uh, dude, thank you so much for spending uh, for an hour there. farting around with me, brother. I love uh, it. Thank you, for, thank you for letting me chat, like talk <laughs> and blabble on. Is there someone I should be talking to for season two of Nepotism? They got to live and work here in Northeast PA, and they got to be interesting. If you've got a suggestion, I want to hear it. Hit me up, prospector at rock107.com or on social media, Nepotism Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Next time on Nepotism, former bicycle racer and Scranton, I'll call him a cultural icon, Rob Letiri. That episode drops on June 25th. Check it out.